Welcome to What Have You, featuring Rachel Jankovic and Rebecca Merkel. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Before we get started, I wanted to make sure you knew that a featured guest of What Have You, Nancy Wilson, has a new podcast called Femina. Every Friday, Nancy shares a quick, Bible-saturated devotional that covers all matters of the Christian life. You can find the Femina podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to What Have You. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. We're way out of practice, but way out of touch. I will say last week... I don't think we, I've seen you in the flesh no. for 10 or 12 days. We did talk about it last week, about how much we needed to do something about this. Oh, guys, but it's been back to school. It's oh, been... Everything's it's been so... all of it. I have felt like I needed to be at a different location about every 30 minutes for... <laughs> Just yeah, really, basically. really, it starts to feel excessive. And in a brilliant move, last week <laughs> I did the move that makes you feel like a complete ninny of okay. all. What'd you do? I it was one of these days where we had we were just taking people from everywhere to everywhere for a long time, and we were <laughs> we were. Uh, at some point, it was more than one of our children had, like, an event to go to, so it was, like, went on into the, it dribbled on into the evening. everywhere. Anyways, I was taking the twins to a pizza party, and it was out out in the country, and I was looking, I was slowing down, you know, at every driveway to see what the address was, because I wasn't sure where I was going, and... Then as I, like, rolled past one, I realized it was actually a, like, through, like, this address through another address. And I realized that was the turn I was supposed to take. Well, it's on a gravel road. And I, so begin the, you know, like, 40-point turn to turn around on the Mm -hmm. gravel road. Mm -hmm. But I backed the back wheels of the Suburban into the soft shoulder on the side of the road. And just totally lodged the Suburban just... (laughs) Straight across, straight across the country road, and it right at the bottom, right at the bottom of the driveway where everybody else who was who was taking their children gets to witness the thing I've done, and there was not going to be. It was kind of an optical illusion because the shoulder was much softer than yeah, it looked like right. it was. And so as soon as the wheel sunk into it, then there's nothing you can do to pull out of that. Like, there yeah. was no... We were just digging, digging, digging <laughs> deeper. And so I'm like, well, this is what I've done now. And then a mother who happened to be also coming down the driveway because she had already gotten her child there mm-hmm. in a more timely manner... Who also happened to be the same mother who'd had to wait with Chloe because we were late to pick her up from volleyball the same night. (laughs) Drove the twins back up to their party while while I blocked the road. And it was like, I have lived in this area for a long time. I should know my way around a gravel road and things to not do with the gravel road. And why did I do that? And what a shame. How'd you get out? 
not this is just an embarrassment to all people who grew up in Idaho. <laughs> and oh man, and everybody slow rolling by me, like rolling down their windows and being like, "Do you already have help?" And it was really the mountain people that were, all, yeah. you know, coming by yeah. to check. And I was like, "Yeah, I do. Thank you." And what then, were you? How were you going to have? Help? Oh, because Wendy Sensing was one of the many parents. She was uh-huh. like, "Carson has a wind Trump's truck. He'll come oh, get you out." You so, had to wait that long. Oh, I had to get a. I had to get people that have winches installed on their truck <laughs> <laughs> to come get me. <laughs> it actually wasn't that long, but it, oh. they lived pretty close to there. But it what was. A it was just scene. yes. And then this huge truck, like a moving truck, comes by, and I'm like, eh, "Sorry, like I'm blocking the road," <laughs> and they're like. I don't think that they even spoke English, so I had a weird time with them. And then I was like, can you get by? And he was like, yeah. Well, then I held my breath as he goes bombing. I thought for sure he was going to ditch his moving truck into the ditch because he was going so badly on the side to get around my blockade that I was running. (laughs) Oh, the worst. Mm -hmm. But then they winched me out of it. And, and I was like, well... Winched, mm-hmm. I think. But anyway, I don't think you had a wench on this truck. <laughs> that's just, that's an old a, joke, isn't more it? More of a the, winch. the wench versus the winch. <laughs> the oh, my winched word. That's amazing. Out of Meanwhile, burn. my lifestyle has now been, over the last few weeks, we've been doing soup night. I've done three of them now. But because of all the madness with everything, we are doing it at a different location. So I'm packing all the soup and supplies and everything up into my car, driving it down to where I feed the people. And there are more freshmen than ever this year. I forgot you so were moving soup night. I pictured it's that. It's real hard. I it's, thought well, it's p- not. You know what? It's, it's a you total know, weird This actually pain. explains everything because somebody responded to that Instagram story that you put up. Okay. Of you taking yeah. all of the food. Yeah. And they were like... Jemima put that up. Who were yes. you feeding? Or what oh, was yeah, this? And I, and I was like, probably a faculty dinner because I, I had forgotten uh-huh. it. But no. I, I specifically looked at it and thought to myself, why did Becca make that much sriracha <laughs> sauce? <laughs> And now it's all coming clear. Gallons. And it's coming In clear fact. to me now that that was the soup. <laughs> and it was not the garnish sauce. No. no. Yeah, that's good. But uh, I no. feel the refreshed is, in my knowledge week, of what you were doing. Yeah, over the last week, I've had to take dinner for a crowd down to another location three times in one week if you if you have bookended by soup night and then I did do a faculty dinner in the middle so it was that like load up all the food try and have it still hot drive it somewhere else those are the things that you should do if you're ever looking for just kind of a relaxing outing you should do that you should load your do you see that bird it's like on a crazy wild ride it's sitting on a canola plant and just blowing blown to bits blowing but like it's like that bird is at Silverwood. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the um, the thing that's really funny is it's it's really something to try and pack it all up and take it to the car. I had to buy a bigger soup pot, so now I have a twelve gallon. Well, it's soup less pot. sloshy, and it's less sloshy. But you can't one person can't do it. So no, yeah, you probably people, get your wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, two people, one on each handle with pot holders, because the thing just came off the stove, so it's flaming hot. So. 
you're carrying it between you out to stuff it in the car. So, you know, like that's kind of the mm-hmm. lifestyle that I was Sounds really casual with. to me. But you know what's really great though? Is driving up, well, driving like a granny up because you have 12 gallons of hot soup. I didn't have 12 gallons, it was more like probably 8 gallons of hot soup in that pot. So you're driving incredibly yeah. slowly, Cautiously. creeping, Cautiously, creeping yeah. down the I don't think road. A, I don't think a wet vac could fix no, that problem no. if you had it. So, But what I love <laughs> is pulling into the back door of the building there is a big crowd of freshman guys all ready to spring into action and just whip everything out of my car and take it off and then we get it set up. And I'm just like, I could, I could really come to rely on that service for the rest (laughs) of my life. Like why, where are they when I'm bringing home groceries? What's their deal? Why are they slacking off? Speaking of bringing home groceries, mom told me to tell you as a tip. Okay. Your mixed media tip from last week of paper and plastic she does plastic over the paper like she opens the paper bag inside i've seen her pull yeah me too but i never thought through why would you do it and that's so that you can have handles on your bag because window doesn't winko doesn't have that and somehow it means that she just does everything in paper bags in the back of her car. I don't have any. Anyway. I know. I think I'm gonna have to go yeah. watch us in person. My tip that I'll forget by the time we get to tips. Sure. But I just really want to see the world set free from this bondage. <laughs> this is you don't have to cook lasagna noodles before you make lasagna. But you have to encase them in enough liquid that they'll cook in the oven. But I think that like eighty percent of the time. People's lasagna is too runny for people in the first place. So True. adding extra water, is a, that's a bad choice. You want to make sure you have enough sauce that yeah. you're not having just a you dry, blank of, noodle out there. Yeah. But you already need to have enough but sauce. what about chicken lasagna? Can I you, just made it last night without... Without it. Yeah, don't even but get do them buy, wet. But no. do you buy no, the noodles? No, regular noodles. And, and here's the thing. Hmm. This is a thing. I prefer... The noodle to have a bite to it. El dente, yeah. It's not crunchy, but it's just not at all an overly puffy noodle. Yeah, like, but it has more than enough time to cook a noodle when it's in the oven with sauce that whole time. I've done it without cooking them, but I always was careful to make sure it's totally covered on both sides. Well, I think I remember in our youth someone telling mom the secret that if you add a quarter cup of water or something to the sauce you can, can just cook the noodles while it goes but that's that's just you, making yourself a runny situation you can just use so the sauce. i'm just well, telling even you the cheese even if it's covered in cheese i just felt the like cheese but like the co- in chicken lasagna i the use air. that cottage cheese layer and i think that cottage cheese releases a lot of liquid when it's mm. cooking so honestly the sauce plus that cheese well, creates more and plus I put spinach and artichoke hearts in it so both yeah. I think there's plenty of moisture in there you don't need anything else but the the bondage of feeling like you needed to boil and strain the lasagna noodles may be keeping you from making lasagna which mm. can be a real haphazard make it happen well, thing you okay. can make that work okay I'm gonna bring back a kind of tip if you disregard Rachel's tip so mm. here's okay. my here's my peeve with boiling the lasagna noodles is you you boil them 
you throw them in the strainer, you go off to do other oh, other oh, parts, and it's just a particle board, like a plywood turns, bondage of yeah, noodles. It yeah. turns into a, a thwack of noodles that is stuck together permanently unless, in the bottom of the Unless you oil the stuff. No, no, here's what I do if I'm boiling the noodles. But don't, Drain them. because my yeah, tip is to. This not. is why I said if you disregard <laughs> Rachel, here's what you do. So you boil the noodles, dump them in the strainer, and then while they are still hot, I just pull them out and drape them around the side of the colander to sit there. Becca, this is infinitely too many shenanigans. No, no, but it's way easier. It's way easier than trying to disentangle a wad of noodles later. But it's from one bad choice to a worse one. Here's here's why this is a problem for me. But, like, what if you're going to do... If I make lasagna for Sabbath, which I did this last Sabbath. Yeah, you can't do that I make six lasagnas. Didn't I make six? I made six. Six big pants. Six big tinfoil pants. Yeah. Of lasagna. And if you were to be trying to pre-boil all that, what kind of a wretched time would you have? If you were going to do it, you could borrow my 12-gallon pot. (laughs) (laughs) I have, okay, further tips that I have, and this is one that you probably really need. Okay, give it to me. Lay it on me. Get yourself the propane burner turkey fryer. I used to have one of those. I know. I I used to borrow it from you, which is how I fell in love with the concept. (laughs) But that's not what happened to it. I didn't lose it. <laughs> it all becomes we clear. Bought, we bought a new one. So I have this little porch, and we call it the smoking porch at my house, but it's near the kitchen, okay. and we don't smoke, but we call it that. <laughs> and I, whenever we have to make, whenever we make a lot of pasta, I boil the my big soup pot out on okay. the porch for the pasta. Oh. I just do it out there, and, and we drain Why? it out there. It's easier with... It actually doesn't really matter. It's just that usually I have other stuff on the stove, too. So, like, if I have the sauce or whatever. If it's, Sometimes mm-hmm. I just don't want it all in there. The other reason I do that is because that burner can churn out a heat oh, in okay. a lickety-splickety time period. So, if you want to boil an ungodly amount of salted water for your pasta yeah. at a higher speed than, like... You know, sometime in the next 40 minutes, I'll see a bubble. That's not what I'm looking for. So when you light that thing and you hear it, with the propane flame, you feel empowered. You feel like like we're going to boil this now. We're boiling it. Yeah. Well, I did make a disgusting amount of soup last night, and I was very happy that we had leftovers because the previous week with my, oops, my (laughs) eight-gallon pot, um, the, just she just yanked necklace. her necklace off um, of her own neck. Look, I broke it. But the thing is, is um, when I was doing that um, last week, I filled the pot pretty full. And at the end of the day, everybody got one cup of soup and nobody got a second at all. Like I was scraping out the bottom to get the last cup mm. of soup. Out. So I definitely had to upgrade and so then this week, I made more soup, enough that people could have seconds, and we had leftovers. So I just felt much better. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like, you feel like you didn't send everyone away empty-handed. They could have had more if they I've wanted. I've realized something about my own uh, food life lately, which is that I think I my favorite kind of cooking is the kind that... Uh, is like my philosophy on if you're really behind on life, just get ahead on Christmas. Oh, yeah. My favorite kind of cooking is the kind that makes me feel like I'm actually ahead on, on top something. Of something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind making up improv odd meals 
when I feel like I'm ahead of schedule doing that. But okay. if I feel like I'm five minutes behind when everyone yeah. needed to eat dinner, yeah. I really just, I mean, I mean, it doesn't, there's no joy there in barely in squeaking bill. in with a <laughs> meal when people yeah. needed it before yeah. then already. Sure. Yeah. But like I made chicken lasagna last night, but with never having put chicken lasagna on a menu plan oh, well ever, yeah. it was like I realized I had some chicken, that shredded chicken that I put in chicken broth in the fridge. And I was like, huh, what should I do with that? And I was like, oh, I have cottage cheese and I have mm-hmm. spinach and I have mozzarella in the freezer. So it was like mm-hmm. that, the joy of having, like making a chicken lasagna where I would not have enjoyed myself if I'd been like self-commit to making a yeah. chicken lasagna and go to the store and get all the stuff you yeah. need. Yeah, I can that. makes that. sense. Mm-hmm. But that's a kind of, yeah. There's something that I keep wanting to talk to you about. It's right. been so long mm-hmm. since we've been here. Have you heard tell of the feminist comics? No. Can you give me your phone for a minute since we're recording on my phone? I'm going to Google it up because I think it's called the, um, let's see. That it's just really funny. It's but as so many people sent it to me right now because I think it was being viral okay. right now. Right. But it's also um, it's a book that is the mental load a feminist comic. Um, and it makes sense that it's feminist because the whole thing is like so squeaky. Oh my word. <laughs> Like, unite petty humans of the world and fuss with us about. And and to document the state of our life, I'm going to draw pictures of slouchy, sad people in ugly environments while they complain about their lives. You know, like, that's wow. pretty much what it is. Sounds like a treat. Um, yep, yeah, so there's a lot of this. Let's see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, okay. Oh, it's so bad. It's really, wow. It feels like we're gonna blow away up here. Okay. Uh, it's all about basically how women do everything and think of everything Mm. and men do nothing and and think of nothing. Yeah. Especially because there's this whole situation here that opens up with back when I was in my first job, a colleague invited me over for dinner. When I got there, she was trying to feed her kids while preparing our meal. Have a seat, grab a drink, I'll be right there. Like after this a, sounds like a great comic already. The so of, so yeah, funny, funny, real witty, really pithy and concise. Good. And she's struggling with children at the whatever. And it says after a while, the pot started to overflow, and she's talking with a child while the husband and the guest are sitting with wine glasses on the couch and everything spilled onto the floor and the husband stands up and apparently accusingly says what a disaster what did you do and the wife from the kitchen with the children and the overflowed pot says what do you mean what did I do I did everything that's what I did and then he says but you should have asked I would have helped and it's, it's a scene that must seem familiar to many new parents. And I thought it said a lot about how things get organized at that stage in our lives. When a man expects his partner to ask him to do things, he's viewing her as the manager of household chores. 
Oh, shoot. So it's this is a comic her. in what possible way? It's feminist. That's why this is their best sense of humor. Moses is here. Here, you can... Get... Yes, would you need better? Okay, just wait a minute. I'll be in in a, min in a minute, okay? Well, I'm just going to say nothing about this is winsome or neat. No, it's not. But it goes on and on forever documenting these situations about... Uh, this is what feminists call the mental load. The <laughs> mental load means always having to remember. Mm. You know, I'm glad feminists have and, called it that. Yeah, and they're remembering things like... It's this picture of women who are, like, trying to spend time together, but they keep thinking about things like, remember that you have to add cotton buds to the shopping list. Remember What a mental load. <laughs> The Q-tip mental load. Remember that we should have paid the caretaker. And remember that the baby needs new pants. Or remember, I mean, this but is... But I have a question, though, for these It's people. permanent and exhausting work. Who, and it's invisible. But, but if she doesn't have to remember the cotton buds, then he has to remember the cotton buds. Someone somewhere is going to have the mental load of the cotton buds. Or, or fancy this. <laughs> Maybe the Q-tips will slip through the cracks and no one will order them. <laughs> but this is... Uh, I just mean that, like... So, here you go. We have a group of women dishing together about the... He always puts the washing machine... Uh, puts on the washing machine but never hangs the washing out to dry. Someone else is saying the sheets could be standing stiff before he thought to change them. I would just like and to say... he's never cooked a single meal for the baby. You know what? That bastard. <laughs> my, feeling, my feeling is that if you find yourself at that soiree of an evening, get out. Like... Like if we're ta all, if we're going around the room, just imagine how much lighter your mental load could be if you were not documenting what your husband is doing wrong. <laughs> the real mental load is this tally, this tally about everything. And it says, for me, the fact that this load exists becomes obvious when I decide to take care of a simple chore. So it's sort of like this load. But seriously, I'm not joking you. This is, the this is a whole new how to build yourself a mental load of bitterness and tedium. Well, but also, what's it? I've never seen and it tells some so really ham-handedly oh, preachy. I know, but then it tells some incredible, incredible stories that are meant to be the real... <laughs> crowning achievement of this, like this one. It's like when my friend Jay, on her way to bed, asked her husband, can you take the baby's bottle out of the dishwasher when it's done? And getting up for the first nightly feed, found the dishwasher open with just the bottle on the counter and everything else still inside. See? Again. Again. My, my again. It's the only thing. Bastard. <laughs> the only <laughs> legitimate and here we have some really really bad moment like here's a terrible comic of a man saying to his wife let me know if you need help what how dare he yeah. that assumes that he doesn't have to think about it i mean it's unbelievable and then it goes back to say how we've been taught this by basically getting dolls when we were children instead of legos or whatever happened and then that's oh my word. why we're all bearing this incredible mental load all the time and i was gonna say you know haven't we all turned into the biggest weenies in history monster like town the weenies <laughs> 
<laughs> plus, plus one of the things that's really interesting to me is that when I actually try to, I try to get into this feeling for a minute and be like, am I really struggling with a mental load? Sometimes, for sure, the are. super fritz is upon us. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you a mental load that I don't want to take on, and that's the one that my husband actually is carrying all the time. Oh, my like to make it as though the housekeeping mental load is the only mental load there is, no. when actually what he has on his mind a lot are much different, more yeah. complex problems. Oh. You know, like he has different. It's not like. He's going to work to but not use his mind. Here's the problem, though. This is... Those feminist comics are presupposing that she has just as much work-related load uh-huh. as he does. But then she yeah, has the full true. additional also, extra bit. Which is why the interesting uh, division of labor idea <laughs> is... It's the old... It's the what old if one of us made trusty. this? What if one of us made our home a mental priority, and, and one of us one used your mental energies yeah. in somewhere else? Yeah, it's true. I know. I, the whole thing is really just beyond bossy and shrill, though. <laughs> it's just like the idea of not only did my friend's husband one time only take the bottle out of the dishwasher, but I have immortalized that <laughs> way that he wronged her. In a comment, in a comic, in an ugly even, comic, yeah, I, for the whole world to try I, to learn a serious. Here's what I find a little bit from. reassuring about that, though, and mm-hmm. that is that you know how sometimes we can get a little embarrassed about Christian art, maybe not, <laughs> maybe not achieving subtlety, creativity. You well, know, this one is being all the hot, all the hot topic in the world mm-hmm. right now. This Just amazing so book. Amazing. That's a book? It's a whole book. It's a book of these comics? Yeah, a whole book of a dwindling fuss about how nobody knows how hard it is. I felt like the best part, I felt like the best part about this would be, oh, no. like, sometimes it's hard to be a woman. <laughs> Or combo that with nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody you know? knows. <laughs> yeah, the mental load of feminist comic is a a book. That's that, a book. It's a book you can what treat yourself. A treat. Uh, oh man, yeah. It's just really. Um, this is a comic book about the gender wars of household chores. Oh my land! I think we should all just say. Why don't you do something else with your life at this point? Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. something else. But I will <laughs> say that it's not hard for women to fall into this. No. This, um, no, it might be good. Even, even, this might be like one of those things that would be real healthy to read as uh, say, reductio. It might, it might be a good yeah. thing to keep around the house just Hold for on. when you get grouchy. Go eat an apple and we're going to go to Chloe's meet really soon, okay? Love ya. But I mean, like, if you had it around, it might be a reminder to you whenever you started to feel that Does way. Does this look too much like your life? <laughs> <laughs> then. Yep. Something is what? wrong. Um, okay. Um, Speaking of mental loads, I'm trying to podcast, but Moses is just expecting me to answer his questions. <laughs> I like how today Moses or... I think one of Shad's undershirts, which was not visible until by the time I pick him up and the undershirt's coming out of the sleeves. Yeah. 
And the neck and the hem. All it's the places. Cute. The undershirt is bigger by it's far than the polo. What is it, Bibs? No, he's going to the other door. Oh, I'm jumping the gun here. Anyway. Yeah. So, I what I was going to say is that it is kind of like... I used to look at a blog sometimes when I felt myself teetering on the on the agitated side about <laughs> the mess <laughs> cuz there was there was a blog that was like a full reductio on my worst attitudes it was a yeah. it was a woman who was like and then I decided one day, why do I have to clean up after my children? And so I threw away everything of theirs that I didn't care to see. <laughs> and and you, it does sort of boggle your mind with like, wow, oh, like man. you do know that there will be consequences of the way you are. <laughs> Like, there's going to be some wow. fruit, and it is not going to be the fruit of <laughs> oh, good, it's going to be the fruit of the, the devil. <laughs> you, are, you are planting those fruits. <laughs> and that is not the one that we want. No. No, we do not. Yeah, and it, but it was very, it was always real sobering because you read this blog of someone being like, and just like that, I'm a much happier person. And, and it was a very like tell all because you too could be having a better life. But it was always like, if you simply made your children sit in a playpen for seven hours every day, you could have less cleaning up to do. And you're like, something about that, it's real good to see it out there in the black and the white and be like, wow! I suppose that if, you know, if it turns out that the last time you and your friends sat around with a glass of wine... If there was a lot of talk about how much work you do with the dishwashers that nobody helps with, <laughs> it might be good to have a run through the feminist comics and just look at yourself. I think you want to know. I think you want to double check that you're not vulnerable to it first. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be vulnerable if you have already been doing that. That's you might I mean. be like, in the mood to roll your eyes more. Like, maybe you wouldn't see the joke in the feminist comic. True, but I think that these are these are little petty grudges we can all slip into when we don't notice ourselves. It's sort of like when you accidentally glance in the mirror and find out what a bad face you're making. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just... <laughs> I think I only ever see myself in the mirror looking far more alert than I look to people most of the time. Oh, yeah, because you like to because open you like, eyes wide? Yeah, because you like turn to the mirror and you're like... Look like Let's you put on some sparkle. You, you look alive when you yeah. look in the mirror, but when you're looking out at other people, it's a real Given far a more. Of, well, it's whatever look it is that accentuates the bags under your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm trying the mental to do load. That. The mental Basically, load. I let that wear. Load. Yeah, the mental load yeah. is really out and about. Yeah, and the thing is, there is a mental load. There is, and oh, I just feel like well, you know what else? What else? Welcome to Earth. I mean, do you have work? Of course, there's then a mental there's load. a mental load, and I feel like it's a weird, um, it's a weird ideal to think that you are entitled to a, wor- a world What if we no could just go without it? Load. Yeah. What if we could go without me needing to use my brain? Yeah. Or yeah. what if we could just go without me ever experiencing anything unpleasant? I actually think that's a big part of our... Like, there were times when people understood that life was harder. 
Right. And I think we're at a time where we actually think the natural status should be I think, you leisure. Know I think what happened is we believe Instagram. Maybe. You know, like we think that we there's think anyone's others, having that. Yeah. Other people are out there living a well Or getting money without life. any work. And it's funny how much we participate in this problem because it's not like we don't all get the same ads about the filter package we could use to make our own photos look like that. Mm. Or uh, here's one that will get rid of all of your imperfections in your skin with a quick, you mm-hmm. know, swish of your finger swipe. Getting, you can put a new about this? filter on there. I keep getting ads for ones that are trying to show you the same thing from different angles, like how you can learn your better photo selfie taking. Did we taking. already talk about, did, did, we? I, did I tell you about the one that was... You could put a six-pack abs on anybody. Oh like Lord. it's like with this easy filter, you can slap a six-pack on yourself, <laughs> like with no effort. And then there, was, <laughs> there was another one that was it. It just kept going up and down her face like a like a little sweet magic. Down. Yeah. And suddenly it's a it's a cover model. My from, word. You know, Vogue. And then you sweep it up and she looks like a oh, normal homely homely housewife with a mental load. Down. Put a filter is, on it. We all know actually about those filters and yet we believe them too. Like we we know. genuinely think weird. other people are living in a beautiful haze of wonderful times. Well I am yeah, yeah, I well, live in right. a non-stop beautiful as haze. Yawns. Yeah, as I yawn. I can't... I'm not sure I've ever done a podcast where I don't yawn on no, it. No, but it's I just awkward. mean, like, clearly. It's nothing but well-rested. Yeah, no. Well-rested. That's all we do. That's all we do. well And I'm not... I'm not... I mean, I never would be on, like, day three of trying to mop my kitchen. That well, would never, never happen. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. But... I since I have to be somewhere every seven or eight minutes, I, <laughs> I never get further than like you do barely yeah. gesture at like I put a few yeah. more things into the dishwasher is what happened. Right. But then you got here and you're like, we have to do a podcast. So yeah. And then as soon as we're done with the podcast, I have to go to Chloe's cross country meet. So yeah. really, yeah. I'm not pulling it off in I'm any successful go way. I'm home and I'm going to stare at my soup night mess that all came in from the car last what night. What are you making for dinner tonight? It has, I don't know yet because I had to use up all my own personal chicken on the soup because... Well, do you want to make Buddha bowls and use some of our uh, some pork? We have some leftover mm. pulled pork. That's idea. what I'm doing tonight anyways is... I had some. I cooked some black beans. I have rice, and black beans, and like, nice. That sounds you know good. it'll be pretty low key. Yeah, I have a pre-mixed bottle of sriracha sauce all ready to go. I should do Buddha bowls. That's a good idea. Yeah. But yeah, I had a lot of chicken in my fridge, and then when I ordered my food for she soup had, night, and now she hath not. I know. I ordered <laughs> it for soup night, and when I went to pick it up, they were like, "Well, surprise, we don't have any chicken." Like, what? It's like you don't understand. I need fifteen pounds of chicken, like right and now. I need it now. <laughs> I know. So anyway. one of your options is not running out of chicken. I went home and I used my own chicken, but it was not quite fifteen. It was more like ten pounds. So our soup was not quite as chicken laden as, as it was, like. but as it should have been. But yeah. Anyway, but well, 
I'm glad that there are some feminists out there who are speaking for us all. Well, because I think it's the know. only thing that could be more fun than us, like, a devoting... spontaneous fuss. Well, I was thinking, <laughs> devote yourself to your career first. Always. And then, after you've gotten somewhere in your career, when you, in an emergency style, realize that you actually only have a few minutes where you could probably have a baby. Right. Then you have a baby, but then you resent it real hard. Mm-hmm. Every part of that, all the affiliated yep. requirements of having had a baby will be more things for you to keep hold of in your mind yep. and carry around yep. with you. So really the only thing that could be more fun than that would be to not do that at all. Like it would be more fun. <laughs> no, I was going to say like what would be more fun than to treasure it up and turn it into a what long... I mean tedious comic of people novel. in schleppy clothes fussing about their menfolk. <laughs> I just I just feel tired of it. I feel yeah. I you feel I feel tired of it, but also really it makes me feel weary for people who are trying to tabulate everything like that. Yeah. Well, I someone also sent I me often, a, sent me a video of some woman with an accent. I don't know, but explaining how We've been conditioned from birth to try to be worthy by serving other people. And, oh my word. and so it's been a journey for myself, but I've finally gotten to the point where I can say, honestly, the most important thing to me is myself. <laughs> and I say it, and even now I still struggle with feeling like people will judge me for that. Like Thinking, be, and I was like, do you think the love that's on your, your conscience? <laughs> Pricking you. Because to say things like, the one and only thing that I prioritize is moi. <laughs> it's sort of like, you know, the prince's bride, like, is mostly dead. Like, your conscience yeah. is mostly dead. But, but I keep doing dead. inspirational videos like this in the hope that someday <laughs> I'll be able to just agree with myself freely. But I can't yet, but I want you it's to. Like a selfish monster that oh, I am. Oh, it's horrifying. It really is horrifying. Here's the thing. Like, when you're talking about the sort of bleak, sauce, tedious that that life looks like. Mm -hmm. I think often of a story that my mother-in-law told us years ago. She was a kindergarten teacher for 45 years or something. And this is probably someone who's off in the business world doing quite well. But she, (laughs) she said that during prayer time, you know. And I'm sure that prayer requests from the kindergartners, you would be raking stuff in that would be hilarious. But anyway, raise his hand for prayer. I affirm that because I was, I TA'd in preschool and I affirm (laughs) that we canceled prayer time. (laughs) Prayer time had to be, the kibosh had to to get put on the prayer time. She said he raised his hand and he's like, when I do this, and he grabs his <laughs> chest and pinches it and twists it really hard. And she goes, he goes, when I do this, it hurts. <laughs> and she's like, well, stop doing that. <laughs> no, I need prayer. I need <laughs> prayer for this. <laughs> like, that's what these women are doing. When I do this, it hurts. <laughs> when, I, when I stick my fingers up my nose, I jack them way up there. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> And I don't thrive. I don't thrive in this situation. <laughs> well, like, try, doing try a new world where you don't do that. It would be amazing. 
Oh my word, that's so good. Oh, yeah, when man. we when I TA'd in preschool, prayer time got canceled, but I loved that Jan used to tell everyone, the parents, she would be like, Here's the deal starting school. I won't believe anything that your child <laughs> says about you if you won't believe what they tell you about me. And and I found this to be quite the case because yeah. the prayer time was really <laughs> off the chain. But none of the other preschoolers <laughs> thought it was. Just no, it was no, just it was just up to the teachers to be horrified. <laughs> <laughs> it was the teachers like I, I don't I don't think I don't I don't think you should share that. Maybe we won't talk about their preschool was rich for a lot of stuff like this. But I, I remember a kid coming to me like teacher, 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 and I'm like what? And he's like, hold out your hand, and I put out my hand, and he just drops this just sogged out sock. <laughs> In my hand, like a like dripping, like water's running through my fingers level of soggy sock. And I am like, What is this? And he's like, It's my sock. And I said, well, Why is this wet? And he's like, well, I put it in the puddle. And I like pull his pants up and see that yes, he has taken his shoes off, removed one sock, dipped it in a puddle, and then brought it to me. <laughs> honestly sounds like the feminist comic. It, it really, does. Really it does. does. It's just like, <laughs> what should we do now? Now that I have done this, this terrible situation. Anyways, it's just not, I mean, of course, I think we want to be clear that of course there are times when you, maybe you really do need a different kind of help or you do need of course, more the like, load is a real thing. Yeah. And maybe you need to actually ask your husband to to participate differently in something or ask him how can we do this or what can you know there's I'm not we're not trying to belittle the reality of the problem it's what we work on our whole lives long so (laughs) we understand that it's just that the reality is almost always we could be living a much more fun life Mm -hmm. if we would just get out of our own we'd cheer up you saints of god yeah if we would just get past it (laughs) on like there are ways that you can also say you know what's dumb about this mental load i don't need to carry around resentment i don't need to carry around bitterness or worry or fear like there are so many things that are part of the mental load that they're talking about that are sin well i think that's the real key because i don't I think that the men, the real mental load that's very evident there mm-hmm. is a whole lot of old, stale, moldy bitterness built yeah. up petty grudges against your husband. And the only and reason you could load. think that the sudden thought that you should get Q-tips is yeah. something that's heavy. No. Is if you feel like, and I'm the only one who ever yeah, thinks of the, the Q-tips. Only, yeah. And if I don't do it, nobody will. And then they'll feel sad. And if I quit buying the Q-tips. Q-tip. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, if it passes through your mind... I need to grab some yeah. Q-tips. That's mm-hmm. there's no particular heft to that thought that's going <laughs> to no. bring you down. No. But if it is loaded up with all of its friends in a in mm-hmm. a train of resentment, it absolutely is yeah. going to drive you into a total miserable yeah grave. Totally. I mean, not like it's no way to live. No. And so, so I think that plenty of the mental load that is implicit in that is sin that could be confessed. 
put away and walked away from. And then you can assemble your Q-tip grocery list in the, in, the, in peace. In walk walking with and the Lord. And maybe even in, in the joy of in the joy Lord. Joy of the Lord. Yeah. And you'd be like, I have a thing I need to do. Yeah. It's getting a Q-tip. Q-tips. Yeah. Also, or I might need to unload the dishwasher. I should perhaps. turn over the laundry. I should have turned over the laundry last night. It's there doesn't have to be the weight of the world upon it. No. Yeah. No. So there's that. I will say actually that that's a way that I that's a good trigger, a good check in your own mind is when you're tagging big things onto little things that oh, it's yeah, your yeah. heart that needs to be taken care of because oh, yeah. if you find yourself it's almost like if you're watching a movie and the music starts soaring when yeah. something is happening so you know that the big things are uh-huh. going to happen uh-huh. it's that moment of like and I need to turn over the laundry <laughs> because <laughs> yeah like if you're having that kind of a moment it's a good time to be like actually the problem here is not the laundry the problem here is something else that needs well, to probably be and that metaphor out. works because if you've ever tried to watch a movie with the volume off many of those cues you, do not you, translate because yeah. you don't mm. know that it's well, a scary scene. you didn't scene. know that this was a particularly creepy have, walk yeah. down an alley. No, it just looked like If it had been a cheerful violin, you yeah, would not have thought maybe it was. they were whistling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you hear the, you know, ominous creep in the back, then you know how you're supposed to feel about it. And there are plenty of times in your own approach to your day where you could just turn the soundtrack off and you or, could or change the music not as laden with doom mm. or anger sometimes or, i feel like if i really was hoping for a fruitful day like like i was planning to get a lot mm-hmm. done that the music builds through the day as i'm not getting to the things <laughs> that i meant yeah. to get to and that there is a time when you talk about turning it off there is a time when i'm like it's time to just plan to work on it tomorrow yeah. Like, it's actually time to just be like, so that didn't work out mm-hmm. today. Like, today right. did not pan out as I had hoped. Yep. So, there's that. Yep. And and it's sort of like, and God gave you that, and then your job is to thank him for it. Mm-hmm. And, and to, to press and on. And to walk in the good works that he gave you to walk in, which sometimes... Right. The most challenging ones is to not do the thing that you wanted to have gotten done, but to do the things that God brought into your day that wasn't your plan. Right. You know, where you're like, I was going to honor God by cleaning the bathrooms, and then so-and-so had to puke in the night. (laughs) You know, that, it's like, well, the Lord prepared that good work for you. Right. And it's not your to-do list that was... Right. The Lord doesn't necessarily harmonize... It yeah. with our I feel like you, you did an Instagram post about this maybe lately or something, or maybe we just talked about it, but oftentimes it's the things that we want to do that we feel like God will be honored by. Yeah, yeah, instead of the thing that actually... Instead of what he sent your way. Yeah, you're like, mm, that can't be it. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be what you wanted, Lord. It's, it's like, not what I planned. No. What it's the wanting to offer God what you want to offer rather than what he's asking of you. Yeah. Like and usually because what he's asking of us is to lay down our lives. It's often going to be in some unexpected direction. It's mm-hmm. not like you plan it and do it. It mm-hmm. comes the moment comes to you. He sends us curveballs a yeah. lot. And you're like, "All right, there's that. This is this is this moment. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I have to go. I have to go I to a cross country meet. Ooh, have fun with your cross country. I know. Meet. I do love a cross country meet. They're yeah, so fun. fun. But I have to go, yeah. or else I'll miss right. it. Well, yeah. until next time, and you can try lasagna two ways before and report back. But my way is so much easier that I don't stand mm-hmm. by Becca's suggestion. You might need a boiled noodle sometime. And when you do, do it my way. There. How's that? I'll, I'm willing to compromise on that. It's just that I'm not going to boil never, lasagna you noodle never anymore. Need one. I have cut ties with boiling <laughs> lasagna noodles. <laughs> All right. Until All next right. time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.